Anyways, I wanted to give you a cute couple seconds about me. I know a lot of you have been hitting me up like, Jalissa, I don't hear you on air. I am no longer at the radio station. Why is she it? But I'm doing my own thing and I have a couple things in the works that I am going to update you guys with. But since I'm no longer at the radio station, guess what? You're going to get consistent content and better content. I'm over here buying gadgets, trying to invest in my craft just to, you know, up the quality just a little bit. But today I'm releasing my big Draco interview. So let's get into that vibe. Drake? The nigga that got body by Pusha T? The nigga that's hiding his kid from the world, but his world went hide from the kid? Arby Graham in a wheelchair. Drake! Yes! Very introspective interview, let me just tell you. So hyped to talk to an amazing songwriter, rapper, producer, actor, entrepreneur, Forbes lister, the first to do so many things, Mr. 300 Languages, but only chooses to be facts. Big Draco, we have Soldier Boy today. How you feeling today? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm so happy to talk to you to celebrate your success, everything you've been doing, what you've left the game. She makes a yep. clap. It's just going to be an amazing vibe. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for having me. Y'all know what it is, Big Draco. I'm in the building. Let's get it. We after, right? We outside this summer. <laughs> mm-hmm. You've achieved so many things. Let's just step into it. Um, so many things that people really dream about before the age of 30. How do you stay so creative? Just working, just, um, you know, try to make my ideas come to life. I feel like being creative is just ideas, you know what I'm saying? So I'm always in the studio every day. I'm always just trying to implement the stuff that I want to see happen and try to make the ideas come true that I had when I was younger. So most of the stuff that I'm doing now is kind of stuff that I wanted to do as a kid. And now that I'm able to like make it happen, I got more leverage to do what I'm doing now, you know what I'm saying? That's wild you say that because sometimes, um, you know, we we say all the time like, oh, we're living our ancestors' wildest dreams. Like, so for you to be living like your inner child wild dreams, like, come on, let's really talk about that. Exactly, That's first fire. rapper, first rapper. For everything, period. Do you feel like you're in a lane right now of maintaining, you know, like since you've accomplished so much, are you like maintaining or since you have so many soldier babies, is it like already like mogul status? I mean, yeah, I do think it's mogul status. You know what I'm saying? But like, I feel like at the same time, I'm just getting started. Yeah. You know, crazy as that sound. Like I've been in the game for a long time, but like, it's like I'm just getting started, if that makes sense. No, it makes crazy sense because you were literally a millionaire, like, what, 17 years old? Yeah. Basically writing the blueprint for so many people that is coming up now and even kind of, like, writing it for yourself. You know what I mean? Um, did you know that at that time? No. Nah, no, nah, I just was, like, trying to make it into the rap game and the music industry. I felt like the internet was, like, my only tool that I had because I couldn't get on the radio and I couldn't get on TV. So I just attacked the internet. And I felt like even if I was on radio or I was on TV, 
they only play your song like one time out the day on the radio, or like they play your music video one time on TV out the day, where the fans like they can go on YouTube and watch your music video like a hundred times whenever they want to. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Even if I do get on the radio or TV, that's cool, but I just gotta really take over the internet and have a big presence on there. So no matter what, the, the fans could be listening to my music. That's crazy how you already had that mentality, like damn near what, like 12 years ago? Yeah, I was that's like- wild. 15 when I was thinking like 14, like 14, 15 when I was thinking like that, and then 16 when I kind of like signed my deal and stuff like that. Wow. Do you feel like because you had so much success at such an early age, did the outside noise kind of stunt that creativity for a while for you? Yeah, yeah, because, you know, it's new. You know, I was new to the music industry, so, of course, you don't want to indulge into everything that's going on. You want to work with artists and meet different celebrities and no, you can't, you're not gonna be in the same creative spaces you once were because now you're experiencing different things. When I was unsigned and still in high school, I was just, you know, partying with my friends and going to the studio and rapping about it and making a dance and recording it. And that turned out to be successful. So now I'm in the industry, I'm talking 16, 17, going to the, now I'm in the industry and I'm meeting these celebrities and I'm collaborating with different artists. Of course, the creativity is gonna change because I'm not in that same space that I was, is like, you know, locked in my room, just having fun, just recording on a laptop and a microphone. Now I'm in a multi-million dollar studio. Now I got the options to work with the top producers and the top artists, so it's, it's gonna be different. But um, I think everything comes full circle yeah. in life. So it's kind of like, when I was making She Make It Clap, I feel like I was in that same space again. If that makes Which sense. space? It's like full 100% creative mode, just like, no outside noise as you was just saying, like, you know, it's kind of like I was back into just like having fun again. That's crazy because um, I've been like, you know, studying you for a while. And I was going to say that I don't think that you're at the stage anymore, at the phase anymore that, you know, when you were a meme going viral, I think right now it's just like you're super focused. Even when people try to bring anything up, you're like, yeah, no, nah, I don't want to talk about that. I want to focus on what I'm doing. It's a different not energy. Definitely. Not definitely, yeah. No, I definitely would say like I'm way more focused than I ever been in my whole career. And um, yeah, it's dope, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's definitely dope. I got a lot of projects coming. I'm the first rapper to drop the video game console in history. We're gonna talk about that. Let's definitely dive into that. You're Talk to me about Soldier Boy Game 2.0. Soldier Boy Game 2.0 is legendary. Everybody go follow. At Soldier Boy Game on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all socials. Um, we in Amazon stores. I got Nintendo trying to buy my company right now. Google trying to buy my company right now. And um, I can't really say it how I want to say it, but we just like we did. We, we made history yesterday. You know what I'm saying? I found the right way to kind of word it. Y'all can check my Twitter when once this interview out and see what I'm talking about. Damn, you know what's crazy is because. First of all, you said that hella passive. Like, you said that way too humble. Just like, by the way, you know, Nintendo trying to buy my console. But do you feel like when you first released the uh, Soldier Boy game, right? Soldier Boy game, yeah. The first one, do you feel like people were, like, hypercritical of you? Definitely. 
Definitely. And I think people are critical of anything that's just... I know, I don't, I ain't gonna even say that. I don't know what the reason was. Cause I ain't gonna even say that people was, I'm, I'm finding an excuse right now just to give people the excuse. Like it was no excuse for people to do that. So who knows why they were doing it. I don't know either. I don't know either. You know, I think that sometimes, um, how, how would I word this? So I wouldn't be politically incorrect, but I think sometimes when we see people of color, black people doing something we haven't tapped into, it's like we project our own fear onto somebody else, if that makes mm. sense. And then it's just it just comes out crazy. Yeah, but it's you know? all good though, you know. It's all good. Like I don't I don't fault nobody for nothing. I'm just excited to be in the position that I am and have this opportunity to make a a, a dream come true from a kid. You know what I'm saying? To actually really have a console and product is nice. Helio processor. Um, Fortnite on there, Call of Duty, Netflix, Apple Music, Spotify, right out the box. That's uh, crazy. It's big. It's like it's my company is highly evaluated right now. How and does that only, feel? It feels amazing, but it's on the company only been out for like well, I've been I've been working on this whole thing for like two, three years since the first console launch and all that. So it's been like two, three years to you know. So we just launched it like recently, but I'm just saying it's only been like a month of sales, two months, and like just this, this, this the attention that we garnering this fast, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. You know what's also wild? Like being in an industry where obviously a lot of people don't look like us who are in the industry, in the gaming industry, and they, they've been there for years. Like, was it um, difficult to kind of break through? Yes, <laughs> it was very difficult, but Thankfully for me, I got cranked at and who I am as an artist and I was able to reach so many people of so so many different countries and places, you know what I'm saying, that they was open to have conversations with me. Oh, that's dope. So it was like, you know, it was kind of easier for me than it would be for the average person. But it was still hard, as you can see, what went down in the media with the first console and stuff like that. But yeah. At the end of the day, it was all worth it, though, because now we're here. The console is successfully launched, and I hope everybody enjoy it, man. Y'all try it out. I can't wait to. I can't wait to buy it for uh, my nephews. They're going to, like, freak out. (laughs) They're definitely going to freak out. One thing that I love about you is the fact that you know how to pivot, and you've studied and you understand digital analytics. Talk to me about maneuvering that into now TikTok and just kind of applying that knowledge so she makes it clap. Yeah, TikTok. What's funny about TikTok is I was late to TikTok. Like, I didn't get on that app till later. And I was just like, yo, when I made this She Make It Clap song, I'm like, yo, I got to put this on TikTok. Like, I was going to put it on Instagram. I was going to put it on YouTube. I'm like, yo, this this sound good for TikTok. So I got my page started and stuff like that. And I went from like 10K to like a million followers in no time, but I just think it's uh it's just like makes sense. Like you gotta do stuff that makes sense. I already had cranked that, I already yeah. been dancing before TikTok existed. So I'm like, yeah. why not, why not dance now that we got a place to dance on? You know, so it's wild to think about the times that when you were doing crank that it was something like very new. So everyone's kind of like, okay, what? Where are these kids dancing? 
And now it's like a whole platform to kids just dancing to music and making dances up to music. Exactly. Did you make the original dance? Yeah, yeah. I started off as a challenge and I told them, I was like, yo, whoever do this dance the best, I'm gonna give y'all a thousand dollars cash to the winner. We're gonna announce the winner. And I upload the dance, upload the video on TikTok. And then when I made that video, it just kept going. Like, because I guess was people was, I don't know if they liked the song or if they were trying to win the money. But however it went, it just kept going and kept going and kept going after that. And then it got to a point where like, I, I really couldn't even pick a winner. Like, it was so many people doing the challenge. And it got crazy. Like, literally, it blew up. When you was in the studio making the song, did you know, like, how did you feel right after? Did you know it was going to go crazy? Like, because you just told me you felt like this belongs on TikTok, so. Yeah. Nah, I knew. Like, as soon as I made the song, I just released it instantly. I put it on iTunes, put it on Spotify, like, independent, do my record label. And um, now I got my situation with Virgin Music, man. I love, I love my record label so much. But it's this whole, this whole um, experience has just been fun. I was going to say that with your record label now with Virgin Music, that just happened, right, this year, around April? Yeah, I just signed with them. How did that come together? Um, I had, like, seven labels trying to sign me after she make a clap with number one. And I just felt like that was the best label to go with. They reached out to me. They out here in California, and I just had a meeting with them and stuff like that. And I talked to them. And um, they was, I love I love the whole staff over there. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they understand what I'm trying to do with my career. For sure, I feel like you've been in tune a lot with like fashion as well. Like when we talk about dances, when we talk about you know the first to do so many things, I feel like we need to also tap into the fact that you were one of the first to name drop literally fashion brands like you were the first to name job i would like to say bape in music videos and as well in songs um do you understand back then the power of your brand or the influence that you would have on people man i mean that's how i felt in my head like i know i was like i mean okay i'm gonna say it like this it's just like two three ways i can answer so i'm going to the first first way i felt like I was just wearing what I wanted to wear. I feel like yeah. Bay Nape was different. Everybody was wearing Jordans and stuff like that. So I just like, so it kind of was just like a, um, um, a rebellion, a rebellion type of thing. Like I just wanted to be different. And then after that, once I was doing it, I noticed that everybody like wanted to wear what I wear. So like it worked. It was like I was setting trends and stuff like that. So yeah, you know, after that, first I was just wanting to be different then. I seen it, I was like, okay, what I wear, the people will wear this, like, and it just went from there. But I always I always just wear what I want to wear. When it came to fashion, I always dress myself. I never really had no stylist. That's no big. That's fire. I have a brand. I want to send you a box if you're open to it. I have this that's line that's called Clout Kills, so we'll chit-chat about that later. Send it to me. Let's go. Yes. Uh, one thing I appreciate about you is how the fact that you're able to pivot and just basically maneuver. Can you talk to me a little bit about how you've been able to kind of like apply that energy to your life? Because I feel like you've done it in so many different facets, not just in music, but as well as like your personal life. But like life is all about growth. And I look back at my career and... I look back at my early life and I just look back at 
everything that I did, I feel like I came a long way. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, it's it's not, you know, I just try to not stay in the same position too long. I try to just learn all the time and just continually innovate and just make new stuff, create new stuff. It's all about, I don't know, I'm just like in love with just the idea of new, yeah. something new. Like, oh, the new this, the new that, the new that. And along the way of me, like, being adapted to like new things. So you know how people will want the new car or the new Jordans or the new phone or the new, and then I came up with the idea of just like, okay, I want to create these new things. I want to create something where it's like, oh, this is the new thing, but I created that. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, but life, like as far as my personal life, I just feel like it's all about growth. Every day I'm trying to just grow more and more, learn more and more each day. That's how I really feel. That I love that because I feel like there's certain facets of you that resonate with my being because, um, you know, there's so many times that there's this energy. And when people doubt you, it can fuel or convert itself to, you know, doubt within yourself or fuel within passion. Do you ever feel or do you ever face any moments of doubt? No, no, I've never doubted myself. I never had thoughts of doubt at all, but that's right. You're right. I have had thoughts of passion when people doubted me. Like, all right, like this what you, this this how y'all feel? I'm gonna yeah. show y'all. Like, all right, y'all think this? Okay, watch this. Like, so I am like that, but I've never let a person's opinion or what they said about me discouraged me, but I have let it motivate me, definitely. I don't, I don't remember where I got that from. I think it was a book, but it was basically just saying how, like, it converts that energy, and that's the difference between um, people who are complacent versus the greats. So I wanted to know your answer to solidify the fact that you're a great. All right, man, well, where can people keep up with everything that you're doing? Instagram at Soulsboy, Twitter at Soulsboy. Gotta get at your boy. Thank you. Take care. Big Draco. Appreciate you. All right. Bye. All right. Let's be completely transparent here. All puns intended. Tell me that wasn't the most like introspective, serious, calm down version of Big Draco himself, Soldier Boy. I feel like because of the interviews I've watched with him, I was expecting this very animated version. But you got to take people's craft seriously. Like, put some respect on Big Draco's name. And so I did that. And I feel like he gave me a really um, interesting side to him. Let me know how you feel about today's interview. Hit me up on the socials at Don Jalissa. That's D-O-N-Y-U-L-I-S-S-A. Of course, follow me. I follow back. Hit me up. I chit-chat. I love to chat with you guys. And also follow my journey into this I'm following my dreams world. You feel me? As always, I'm leaving you off with an abundance of love, peace, and transparency. And make sure to check out my other interviews. I'm going to consistently post here now. And as well, I'm going to give you the daily celebrity tea and also news. I know a lot of us don't like to watch the news, but I give it to you. And raw. This is Transparent Julie, and I'm out.